Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. This is the podcast where oversharing is caring and no subject is off limits. Welcome back to Tower Talks. Um, Today we want to talk about something that I actually heard from another message. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Passion, but it is a big event at the very beginning of a new year that is held for people ages 18 to like 24, I think, college, young adults. But they've gotten to where since COVID, they started live streaming a lot of it. So I've really enjoyed tuning in the past couple years. Um, anyway, this year, Sadie Robertson Huff, a lot of you may know her from Duck Dynasty, or she has her own podcast and her own women's group. Um, but she was talking and she used her iPhone as an example. She got everyone in the Coliseum to turn on their flashlight from their home screen. And she was talking about how we're all in this place, you know, getting pumped up for Jesus, brand new year, setting the mark for where we want to be, getting poured into and on fire and our light is shining bright. But then when we go back into our real life, how a lot of that can shift into, well, what do I need to be doing? Who all do I need to be in contact with? Where do I need to be going? These are my dreams for my life. This is what I want. These are my goals. This is how I, 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 we get the point. So everyone's lights on their phone are shining in the Coliseum. And then she asked everybody to swipe left to their selfie camera. And the way the iPhone is designed, when your selfie camera is on, the light shuts off. So her whole point was you cannot be fully focused on God and shining your light for him while also fully focused on yourself. And I don't, I heard another podcast from a pastor who a long time ago, I think, but he was like preaching during this revival at his church. And he was talking about, um, the Holy spirit and how the Bible says like, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. He was talking about the heart is first because whatever he's telling you to do, like your mind can quickly talk you out of it mm-hmm. because some of the stuff is wild. <laughs> we have experienced that. Yes. <laughs> but I was thinking that too, like how it all goes together with her talking about we can't be focused on ourselves because then our light isn't shining. But even with that, like when he's telling us these things, We just have to trust him and go with it. Because once you start trying to think about it and figure it out and everything, it just doesn't make sense. So then you're going to talk yourself out of it. But then you're not doing what he's telling you to do kind of thing. We were also talking about, I think it was another podcast from Sadie Huff. And there was a guest on there. Honestly, I don't remember who it was. Um, But she was talking about this period in her life where she felt very isolated And she was all alone walking through all of these things. And it was such a hard time for her. And I know you have had a period like that. Every seven years. Yes. (laughs) I recently have been walking through a period like that that's coming up on like two years. Now we're, it can feel isolating (laughs) and all alone. But then she realized once she got past that season that it really wasn't that she was all alone, but it was a time of solitude with just her and God. And that instead of focusing on herself and her feelings and all of the things that were going on during that time, 
it was really a time for her to press in and hear what God was saying about that and let him speak over the situations and just really dig in with him and solidify that part in her life so that even in the hard times, she wasn't focused on her. Her light was still able to shine. She could see through the darkness. Even if I'm in a time where I'm struggling and I'm in this dark place, that if your light is shining, I can see a way out. Or you can walk in and at least use your light to speak into that and guide me out. That is good. Kind of thing. So I don't know. I just really liked it. And it really spoke to me. That reminds me too, when you were talking about a season of isolation, Mm -hmm. the time that I was trying to um, hone in on my possible prophetic gifting. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that it was uh, more of an exhortation kind of thing because I was trying to be encouraging to people. Yeah. (laughs) But I was talking to my mother-in-law one day and I was like, you know, every time I tell people something that I feel like God's told me, I feel like they mostly get mad. And she goes, oh, so you're a prophet. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually what happens. Yeah. And um, since then, I was like, is that it? Like, sometimes God tells me things and sometimes they're future things. Mm -hmm. So is that what's going on? Anyway, I was trying to kind of hone in on that gift and like really use it the way God intended it. And we were talking one day and I told you that I just had a vision of you going into a bank vault. Yeah. Like you just walked into this bank vault and shut the door behind you. And then a minute later, Jesus walked in and shut the door. Yeah. So it was like the two of you alone in there together. And sometimes I think that he does that as a way to like give us what we don't even know that we need. Right. Um. So the season of isolation can look like a punishment, but really it's him setting you up for success. But he, because he is getting alone with you so that he can pour into you everything that you need for the next season that's coming up. Yeah. And it's hard because you don't see that coming, but Mm -hmm. he does. And it's, it's transformative. I mean, we've both talked about how we kind of missed that season. Yeah. Because it was just like revelation after revelation and yeah. outpouring of love from the Father. I mean, it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. And I think about the um, caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think hard. I always say caterpillar. <laughs> so I have to think cat, caterpillar. Anyway, the cater, the insect, the butterfly analogy of how... You know, when a when a caterpillar is changing into a butterfly, it cocoons, and then it absolutely turns to goo. Yeah, on the inside of that cocoon, like it completely breaks down. Yeah, and then it rebuilds mm-hmm. again into something completely new. Yeah, and we just talked about how that it, it's just a transformative season. So I think we can just change our language on that. And instead of referring to it as a season of isolation, think of it as a season of transformation. Right. Well, even with that, like back to the butterfly, once they are transformed on the inside, they have to flex those muscles and use them and practice and stretch and all of that in order to finally bust through that cocoon. So like, 
even once the transformation has gone on on the inside, you're going to still walk through different things and have to use what you have learned and step out on things in order to fully bust into what God has for you. You preaching to me right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm thinking about, I, I walked through what we would consider to be the wilderness season. Yeah. And I had a specific moment where God said, your wilderness season is over. Yeah. This is the pathway to the promised land. All I need you to do is keep walking. Mm-hmm. And I tend to be like, well, you said it, it was over. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and so I think that it's like, this feels a whole lot like a wilderness season. Like, maybe I am still in the cocoon. Yeah. But I'm stretching. a butterfly. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to use the knowledge that he's given me to mm-hmm. break through to the other side of that. Yeah. That's good. Well, back to your bank vault thing. Because I specifically remember we were at a women's conference And one of the ladies speaking was talking about, I think she used Matthew. But it's like once Jesus was risen, both the Marys came to the tomb. And the angel was like, he's not here anymore. And instead of being like, what? Where is he? And then just leaving, she ran into the tomb. Like she had to see it for herself. And the lady at the conference was like, what's in there? And she was saying everything that he just died for, like divorce, Hmm. abortion, all the things, anything, is still in the tomb. Like, it's dead. It's gone. But he's risen. And then for the rest of that weekend, I kept putting myself in the tomb. Like, just sitting mm-hmm. in this quiet place with Jesus. Everything that I was walking through was in there. Like, mm-hmm. it's gone. It's died for. But I'm still, like, in here hanging out with him. <laughs> <laughs> It was like both. It was my quiet space with God where I could just sit and be still and like hear and also be thankful that like you just took all this. It's gone. But like, let me just stay here with it. Like, that's weird. So then when you told me about the bank vault thing, then you also said, but what would be in a bank vault? Treasure. Treasures. Very important things that people want to save and hold on to and hand down. Safety deposit boxes. Yes. And none of the stuff that's left in that tomb would ever be in a bank vault. So no. I think that was his way of being like, step away. Like, I, it's gone. It, <laughs> let it. hanging out with the mummies. Yeah. It's cold, <laughs> wet, stinky in there. Like, get out, girl. And then he was showing me, like, go in the bank vault. It can still be quiet. I'm right there with you. But surround yourself with the things that are coming instead of the things that... You have to let go of. Well, you know what else was in that bank vault? You. Yeah. And so you are treasure too. <laughs> like if you think yeah. about it, I mean, that that just shows how much value he places on you mm-hmm. and your identity and what he's speaking over you in your life. Yeah. I love how he does that. So good. Because then that goes right back to earning versus deserving. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't have to earn anything. I am He his. put you in the bank vault. <laughs> yeah. Because he thinks you are a treasure. Mm. <laughs> we do, we're just having a, a <laughs> preaching session. <laughs> we did not plan that. <laughs> That's good, though. I like that. So how can we incorporate God into our everyday lives and the decisions that we make 
Because like you were saying, you you can't shine your light if you're only focused on you. Right. But at the same time, you got to do the things you got to do on a right. daily basis. Well, I think something that we've both been learning and hearing from different leaders and people in our life is asking the questions of what do you want me to know? Mm-hmm. And then what do you want me to do? Yes. So whether that's something with my kids, my job, my husband, mm-hmm. something going on right in front of me that I <laughs> am not a part of at all, you can just stop and say, what do you want me to know about this? Or what do you want me to know about Caitlin? I'm mm-hmm. about to go eat lunch with her. Is there anything I need to know? Yep. And then just stop and listen. And if something comes up, say, okay, what do you want me to do? Because sometimes that can be nothing. (laughs) But then he will tell you, keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But then at least I know like, oh, she may be walking through a hard time. So she just needs a supportive friend to sit and listen. Mm -hmm. Or it could be, I need you to tell her to get out of the tomb that she's in a bank vault with Jesus. Like, And it's so crazy how we only view things through our perspective. Yeah. And so if I'm looking at your situation, I may be like, oh, and I know exactly what you should do. Yeah. Because I'm looking at this from the outside, so I can tell you objectively, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> because God sees the inner workings. Mm-hmm. He not only sees what's happening, he sees your thoughts and your heart about it. Yeah. And what you need as a person. And so he can speak to that. Right. And he can give us information that tells us how to speak on his behalf. I mean, we're his children. We're, we're kind of like, this is going to sound like a cheesy Christian phrase. We're ambassadors for Christ. <laughs> but, but really, though, like he, if, if we are his children, that means that we are princesses and princes mm-hmm. because our father is the king. Yeah. Okay. So we're royalty. So when we go out into the world... We represent ourselves on our father's behalf. People are already going to associate us with the king because mm-hmm. we're his children. So how can we behave in a way that brings him into the situation? That yeah. is what is important to remember, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one thing that we've both been practicing is what do you want me to know? And what do you want me to do? Yes. And it is not always easy to follow those instructions. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you say weird things and you do weird things. Not only that, sometimes you don't say things and you don't do things that you really, oh, really want to do. <clears throat> but, I mean, he, following his advice, you can never go wrong. Yeah. Because he's got all the information on everything. So... What's another way you've learned to incorporate him? Um, I, th- I think that one thing he's got me working on right now is breaking the religious spirit off me. That was r- real deeply rooted in there. Yeah. Because I just, like we talked about, I grew up in checklist Christianity. Be good. Check. Read your Bible. Check. Mm-hmm. Pray every day. Check. You know. And it wasn't a relationship. And so he's ever so gently trying to tell me like okay this is the religious spirit this is not me you know yeah and i mean one thing was like reading my bible and praying you're supposed to do that right so it should 
And he's like, yes, but it shouldn't be a chore either. You should be disciplined in it. But that doesn't mean that if you skip a day or a week because life got busy, like he's not holding that over your head. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's worked for me with reading my Bible, especially is that he has me studying subjects. Yeah. Because I don't like reading things in chronological order. It bores me to tears. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so Instead of that, he's like, okay, well, rather than the religious spirit telling you that you need to read your whole Bible cover to cover because it's what you're supposed to do as a Christian, he's like, study these subjects because this is what I have you working on in your identity right now. Yeah. And then it becomes interesting because it's like a story. Yeah. And that is what I find, you know, really fascinating. And it's really just helped me that way. Mm Mm-hmm. And even finding a group to do that with, because mm-hmm. I know we're both part of like a little group from church and we just pick a chapter. Like we just walk through a book, one chapter every week, and then whatever I get out of it, I just send in a text message. Yep. And then y'all can comment on that. Y'all can send what you get out of it. So then even when I go back and read it again with your information and the other lady's information, then I can pick up so much more just from that one chapter. Because it gives you a perspective that you didn't have before. Right. Like, oh, wait, let me go back and read that verse because she just said this. And you just learn so much more. And again, you're doing it in a community where it's like, I just don't understand this. Mm -hmm. Like, what did he mean by whatever? Mm -hmm. And then you have other people that can quickly speak into that for you. So with all that, like... We were talking about getting the focus off of us and things that we may be going through or feeling and back onto God and then different ways we can do that, like really digging into a specific subject in the Bible if you have something that you're walking through or just asking God, what do you want me to know about this and what do you want me to do? So we just challenge y'all to maybe take some of those little steps this week and focus on him and try to get the focus off of yourself honestly (laughs) um so yeah we'll just challenge y'all with that this week and if you have any questions or any subjects that you want us to cover we would encourage you to reach out to us on either facebook or instagram it is tower talks podcast talks with an s and uh, just let us know if there's anything that you want us to hear 